right, we're back. That was perfect. I hit record right as you said, and we're back. Oh, good. So that's the, that's the intro right there. No, it's not. Do it. Welcome back to the Terribly Vex podcast. Josh and Justin here. Hello. Here. That sucked too. That's good. You do one. You do a big one. <coughs> it's the Terribly Vex podcast with me, Justin Perleone, and Josh. Branson, and it's episode numero 10, the big one The big time. So, this is a special episode, right? <laughs> You're already... Real special. Is it a special episode? Ah, uh, not really. It's it's kind of special. I didn't think we'd make it this far. Yeah. But here we are. I mean, it's... Number yeah. 10. Yeah. I think I think we're doing great. We got a fun show for you. This, this is evening, be, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to us. Yeah, it's going to be great. Just some odds and ends, really. Yeah. You know, just some uh, some big, stuff maybe from last time that I didn't fully explain or some details I wanted to add to. Yeah. If you listened to the last episode, which was about chemtrails. Yep. Had a few more examples, as if you needed more. But you got them. You're going to get them. Yeah. And also, it is July 18th. So this was when the and alien guess what happened? hasn't happened? Not unfortunately. Happened yeah, we're still around. And what exactly was supposed to happen for those that may not know? Something along the lines of aliens were supposed to unveil themselves, reveal themselves. Disclosure was supposed to happen. Today was the day. Yeah. According to some guy on the internet who claimed to be abducted and saw their he saw their books, their planner and <laughs> today was the day it really? was supposed to happen. Well, I haven't seen anything. But no. So, work tomorrow, as usual. Yeah. It's going to be great. But, that's a, I don't know. I'm just disappointed. I, I keep getting my hopes up for these things. Any, anything alien disclosure related, I keep getting my hopes up. I'm never going to learn. It's like <laughs> like Fox Mulder. I want it. I want it. So bad. The answers are out there, but the truth is out there. I'm never gonna get it. But hey, I think there's a lot of people that have been waiting a long time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And also, I did hear a little thing about this t- today. The reason COVID was released was to force us to get our vaccines, but really. Oh, vaccines. this is what you were talking about earlier. Yeah, but but really, behind the scenes, the vaccines were to protect us from the aliens, or maybe possibly protect them from us. Who knows? But either way, where I'm protected, are you? When these aliens show up, <laughs> I'm fine. How do you know if I am or am not protected? My medical information is... <laughs> It's private. Well, figured, there's, there's HIPAA laws, man. I figure we're talking about it all. You're just going to be honest, forthright. But you've been pretty outspoken of your anti, not anti-vaxxer, not anti. but Don't this vaccine. That, I'm not trying to say that. You I'm just not, did. I did, but I recanted quickly. Your co-host, your own co-host, you were about to say that I was anti. Look, if I go, if I'm going to the Congo, man, I'm going to get the malaria shot okay i'm gonna get the yellow mistake okay don't you worry about that of course those have been around for a while yeah 
And I guess you would call those more like traditional vaccines. Yeah. But is there really a difference? This one was this one was a rush job. But who cares? Just get it. All right. Okay. Yeah. See? Thank you. Let's go. We'll be back. <laughs> yeah. I don't well, know. I have not heard that. Where do you uh I was actually I was gonna ask you this last time. You um where did you hear that little conspiracy theory, if we're going to call it that, that uh, this was the whole point of the vaccines. You're tuned into some stuff that I'm not. Well, here's this is my nightly routine. All right. Okay. I watch some TV right now. I'm zooming through the Columbo series for episode one. After that, it's phone time. That's how I wind down. <laughs> right. Reddit. And I follow all these subreddits, you know, high strangeness, aliens, UFO believers, Bigfoot, missing 411. And a lot, there's just, dare I say, nut jobs galore on there. And then there's <laughs> a lot of these things. And then if, even if like the, the, the title is interesting, you click on it. Ooh, okay, what's this? You click on it. And then you're like, now what are these people saying about it? That's where you find the gold nuggets of crazy. Is that where you picked up the uh, probably vaccine I, alien? I think so. Thing? I don't remember exactly. I, th- I feel like I heard it somewhere, but I'm not sure what I heard it on. To you be honest, you need to you. Uh, share some of those things with me because uh, yeah, you just text me every once in a while. Like I send you random things, you know. Yeah, because I I I have never seen these things that you're seeing throughout the course of the week. You know, we're sort of preparing for our next show, our next episode. Yeah, shoot me your way. You really throw me for some loops with your information when we come in. You're like, hey, have you heard the newest thing about? And I have no idea what, what See, you're about to say. Here's the difference between you and me. That headline that I read, you hear about the alien vaccines? You're like, no. It's like, well, they're thinking about using it against aliens. And that's <laughs> all I got. <laughs> you have the book knowledge behind all your stuff. Yeah, we're, we're kind of attacking this whole conspiracy yeah. uh, thing from uh, two different angles. Yeah. You're you're really into the um, and I, as as we're going along here, I'm kind of <laughs> learning this about you. You're more yeah. into the uh, what they call the woo woo stuff, big time. They you know it's it's more fun, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's really what it is for me, and a source of entertainment. Right. There are some real ones though. It's like nonfiction books bore the hell out of you. So like you know you read more fiction. Yeah. Between the two, you would say you would read more fiction. Hundred percent. So it's yeah. really kind of the same sort of thing. You, um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's got to be some wild, there. crazy stuff. The real stuff isn't wild enough for you to keep your attention. No, if they made a movie version, I'd probably love it. <laughs> but until then, I'm out. No, I'm not. I'm not out completely. I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean. You, yeah, 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 yeah. What you just said summed it right up. I like. I like the crazy stuff. It's yeah. more fun. Art Bell. Ten episodes in, I'm really just discovering this. Well, I think that's that's a good little thing we got going on. Yeah. You have actual facts and notes and books, <laughs> and, and I, I have a bunch today. I got some crazies on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. There we uh, go. Yeah, and you know, uh, Coast to Coast was, uh, you know, because he just did call-ins, and you oh, know, yeah. he was, I mean, he believed in many things. But uh, I've listened to so many episodes of that show. He had difficulty at times, even sort of 
the people that would call in and ask questions of the of the guests. So the guests yeah. that he's had were sort of vetted a little bit. Little. They published a book. Yeah. They got a website. Maybe they give talks. You know, at conferences and whatnot. A lot of that. But then the people that call in, and he, that was his thing, was always you know just leaving the lines open to whomever wanted to call, and you know just let them go. Mm-hmm. And that was where he even had some difficulty. I noticed sometimes, sort of keeping it. Like, oh, yeah. holy shit. You could th- throw it over to the wild card line. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Those that were, was fantastic. Those were good ones. You know, because uh, I guess he was recording the show live at mm-hmm. night. Yeah. It always sounded like what I got out of that whenever I listened to it live, especially, it was like I was always in a car at night right. doing whatever. Right. I always just imagine people listening to that show like in a cabin in the middle of the woods. That's all they got going is a little radio. Right. And they're ready to call about. God knows what they saw earlier that day. And it ran for like four hours, like midnight to 4 a.m., yeah, I think. something like that, yeah. So, Perfect yeah. time. That's the yeah. witching hour when that kicks off. We were just talking about the best theme. Best just theme. A, just a, yeah, it's just several, a perfect so. show. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yep. And then uh, you listen to Phil Hendry, comedy radio guy. No, but I remember you used to listen to him a yeah, lot. Yeah, he, do, he does a pretty good Art Bell spoof. Like the theme song is ABBA or ABBA. How do you pronounce that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. And at one point, you know, Phil Henry does voices. Art Bell tried to do his own voice show, these fake callers calling in and stuff. It did not go over well. <laughs> he couldn't do it. But it was cool that he was a fan of what Phil was doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Art Bell so. actually tried to do that too. Yeah, because he liked what Phil was doing with his stuff, so he pretended to have these callers calling. Oh, okay. But he was really just doing the voice. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Well, he was, uh, and you'd let me listen to a couple of those. Phil Hendry was next level when it came to those. Yeah. He's still going. Fully convinced. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't know, if you were just to listen to it, you would have thought. Oh, yeah. He was, I think Joe Rogan's, he was the first professional troll of all, because he would just put stuff out. He he would be the, the, the sane host He'd have a crazy caller call in, and then he people would call in p- pissed off. Listen, <laughs> and he would just argue with them as this guy on the phone, and then he would pretend to be, "Hey, sir, calm down." But it was really him doing it all. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd listen to a few of That's them. Great. that you had sent me there. The world of Phil Hendry's podcast still going. Yeah, That's it. Huh? A little pl- plug there for our four listeners. <laughs> it's been going for a long time. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I guess he was in radio before that, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Long time. But, uh, yeah, so what are we talking about in the big episode 10 here? This is episode 10, right? If I think if you count the intro episode, the little one we did that was just... We'll count it. We'll count it. it. I like it. Episode 10. You got some stuff you want to talk about. Yeah, I've got a few things. Yeah, I think we're just kind of wrapping up the conspiracy theory chit-chat. Yeah, this is... Just, uh, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. I had yeah. some news articles uh, on hand last time, but I hadn't gone through, proofread them, and sort of just picked out the highlights, the important information. Yeah. Several of them are, you know, three and four pages long. I didn't want to sit here and read the whole article. Articles. Yeah. You know, and bore the shit out of people, so. Should we talk about what we're going to do next week? We're yeah. record next week first? Or after you go through. Let's do that first. All right. Do you want to do it? All this fun stuff. You want to make the announcement? Sure. Do it. Okay. So next week, 
end, we're going to be attending the Smoky Mountain Bigfoot, or is it Sasquatch, conference. I Big think it's foot. Bigfoot, right? Bigfoot. And uh, it's going to be exciting. Up there in Gatlinburg. David Politis is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Did I say his name right this time? Pilatus. I don't know. <laughs> I still don't know. Let's <laughs> ask him. Yeah, if we, we get will. to talk to him when I ask him. How that. do you pronounce your name, sir? Uh, I mes- messaged him today and uh, sent him a link to our interview with Dwight McCarter. He interviewed Dwight many years ago mm-hmm. for his uh, Missing 411 book, Eastern yeah. U.S. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, obviously with the Dennis Martin case. I, and there's going to be other people there. Oh, yeah. In the Sasquatch world that are going to be speaking. It's going to be at the Gatlinburg Convention Center if you'd like to attend. Yes, that's right. You can see us, the guys from the Terribly Next <laughs> podcast there. Wouldn't that be exciting? Yeah, we'll have merch. <laughs> have some. Bring our Sharpies. Bring sign our Sharpies. whatever you want. We'll sign anything you want. because yeah, we have nothing to give you. <laughs> no, we're not prepared for that. Sign not... some titties. But the. Um... It's a joke. The uh, I guess the booths, if you could get a booth or whatever, was only like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do that in the future. Maybe we will actually have some merch to sell, some hawking of merch. Mm-hmm. You never know. And uh, you could buy some of our crap. We have nothing right now. We're just going to be uh, patrons. We're just going to be uh, going and uh, listening to the speakers and uh, maybe talking to a few people. And uh, we may even try to get some interviews. With oh, some yeah. folks there. Yeah. See if we can uh, talk to some people if they've actually had any Bigfoot encounters. If they've seen or heard a Bigfoot. Um, or if they know someone. And maybe line up an interview for a later episode. What do you think about that? Me? Yeah. I love it. I love it. I can't wait to talk to the, just the people there. I'm going to bring that record. I'm just going to be, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And then they're going to hopefully... Give us some great information. Oh yeah, about things but in a funny way. Because uh, you know, if you're attending a Bigfoot conference, I have to think that uh, you know these will be kind of our people, conspiracy-minded folk. I think so. That may have other uh, conspiracy-minded mm-hmm. beliefs. Yeah, and w- uh, who knows? Maybe they could teach us a thing or two. Yeah, too. I would love to learn about, like, from a real flat earther. I want to talk to one. The real deal. I would like to talk to one as well. Yeah. So hopefully, there's one there. Yep. If you're going to be there, come talk to us. We'll be there. Yeah. We don't even have t shirts. So we're just going to have to, like, introduce ourselves. There's no way that people are going to know we have a legitimate podcast. I think I'm. That we're. That troubles me. Maybe I can get something made this week. I'm thinking, what if we just wear like the trench coats, like the, the press outfit, but instead of press in our hat, it just says like terribly vexed on it or something. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's identifiable. Just a little yeah. card sticking in there. With I like that. I like it. So look for that. What are you doing over there? Oh, just cracking a tall boy. Yep. Are you going to do it? I don't mind. I was going to say you should do an ad for Budweiser like we talked about. Let's see if you can... There it is. There it is. Yep. Now it's official. Now we can get going. Just yeah. enough to wet the whistle. That's all. So I, th- I think as far as the announcements and stuff, I think that's it, really, right? 
Bigfoot Conference. We're going to be doing the, that. Is it the 24th? It's the 24th, Saturday. Saturday. Mm-hmm. And it runs from like 9 until 6. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Again, Gatlinburg Convention Center. Come see us. Yeah. We'll be there walking around. Mm-hmm. We'd like to talk to you. And again, we'll have Sharpies. Sharpies. If nothing else. Yeah. So, All there's right. that. I think. Get on with this? Yeah, I think so. I don't I don't really have anything else to mention. Are you I sure? I don't think. I mean, I'd already brought up the vaccine conspiracy that I'm going to go ahead and start believing. Okay. But that's, yeah, that's about it. You know, it's, uh, since we're not going to jump right into it just yet, it's amazing to me. I've had some conversations recently, just a few. When you start talking about, like, uh, in a moment, like we're going to be discussing, and like we did in part two, the government conspiracies, government cover-ups, things that actually happen, things that have been documented. There, You can tell, a lo- there's so many people you can tell these things to, and they really don't give a shit. You know, they really don't care. There's so many yeah. people that don't care. Have you noticed this? Yeah. Apathy. 100%. And I'll, I'll, I will be 100% honest with you. I, I'm, I lean towards that side because my whole th- mindset is, what, what are you going to do? Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. What's the point of even knowing, really, I guess, right? I like, I like to know it, but I don't get upset about it like some people do. Right. You know what I mean? I get upset. I know. I get real that's upset. Why I, that's why I love talking to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really get upset with it. I used to like, can you believe this? Yeah. And but it you know nobody cares nobody cares they really don't. Why I do mean, you think that is? I don't know. Uh, I think well I don't know maybe just because they have to. Uh, I'm gonna use I'm gonna cite one example of one conversation I've had recently, and uh, it's just about uh, just keeping your head in the sand, which I think I've mentioned before. They just really. They don't want to know. People don't want to know these things because it's not, it's, it's depressing. It is, yeah. it's, you know, it's scary stuff. It's scary stuff, Justin. Indeed. And uh, I think, you know, it's just easier to not know. And um, I don't know. You just, you just pretend like you and sort of give off the illusion to other people that you give a shit about something and, and stuff politics whatever your community but you really don't care you really they really don't care when you get into like the okay so did you know and just use an example here the tuskegee uh syphilis experiments right maybe somebody's heard of maybe they haven't that's kind of a big deal yeah that one that's kind of a big deal not only was there the tuskegee syphilis experiments but there were also the guatemalan syphilis experiments that uh didn't go as long as the the Tuskegee ones but like you know that's those were programs i guess you could call them programs that were run by the CDC among other organizations right. that are supposed to be not really doing those things i wouldn't think i thought they're supposed to be helping people yeah yeah well but now people don't want to know that they don't want to know that shit i get it i get it because that that is scary, yeah. but at the same time, you do have to wonder how else are we gonna try. I'm not I'm not defending. I'm just asking the question. 
right, right. how are you going to learn this stuff without having to, without doing these experiments on people? <laughs> That's you know what I mean. One perspective. It sucks. Yeah, and the, like the Tuskegee syphilis experiment went on for like forty years. Could you not have figured out? That's true. That's a darn good point. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so why did I mean? And I could be a little wrong about this one, but they said the, you know, the Tuskegee syphilis experiment was was said to have not really, and this may or may not be correct, not give people syphilis, but just pretend to treat them was the whole point of that one. Whereas the Guatemalan syphilis experiments was they actually gave syphilis to people. Yeah. So there was kind of two different things happening there. But, you know, you're pretending to give people treatment uh, and you're not. And you're just uh, watching them die. Yeah. Slowly, painfully, miserably. And this, and again, that went on for like 40 years. And what, what was the reasoning for that? What, what were they watching? What were they doing that for? Just to, just to watch um, how the you know, disease would take its course yeah, okay. on people. I, I would assume uh, that would be the majority of okay. what they were trying I didn't know to if there was accomplish like a, there. Okay. But over 40 years, like that's, you know. Yeah. And, of course, there's all the examples of just people being, which is what we're going to get into in a little while, you know, being test subjects, unwilling, unknowing test subjects. Right. Uh, which, you know, this is this is the point of this whole thing. We're talking about, like, vaccines and stuff, you know? Yeah. People being unwilling participants again? Is this Is this happening? Is history repeating itself? I don't know. But my hands are numb. Which you were saying is from that, so maybe I'm being experimented. What's going on, on with your arms and and trapezius yeah. muscles? Yeah, I woke up with two numb arms this morning. Pretty sure it's from work. It's work related. That seems kind of odd. Numb arms from yeah. work. Well, like like back back stuff. You know, it's achy. Yeah, pinched stuff's pinched back there, and then little tingles. Tingles. Well, now that's a little suspicious. Right now, I can I can just move my shoulders for it, and my my fingers tingle, and then you know just, yeah. just stretch it back the other way, and it's gone. Maybe some nerve damage some, in there. Yeah, and there's definitely some nerve problems. Maybe the vaccine About. is attacking your nervous system. <sighs> Damn it! <laughs> hey, no COVID though. No COVID. As they didn't, they did not lie about that. I did see something that was kind of weird, since we're still talking about it. Hey, were you looking in the mirror? <laughs> <laughs> since we have to kind of uh, talk about it, because it's... COVID-related? Always COVID-related now. We get this out of the way. Okay. Apparently, um, I guess the Red Cross is not... Except I can't see my screen. I what did I a screen capture, and now I can't see the screen. From what I've under, uh, heard in the past, from what I understand, the Red Cross is really not all that wonderful. Probably not. They kind of... This just had to do with the Red Cross uh, under the requirements for plasma. They're not taking plasma from people that have had the COVID-19 vaccine. So you can go to the website and just look at this, the Red Cross website. One of the Red Cross, Red Cross requirements for plasma from routine blood and platelet donations, the test that test positive for high levels of antibodies to be used as convalescent plasma is that it must be from a donor that has not received a COVID-19 vaccine. I wonder why. At the very least, that's a little strange, don't you think? Hmm. Now, I'm no doctor. I don't know why they wouldn't be accepting it, but... 
Is that similar sure to the reason? Like, I, I can't donate blood because I take blood pressure medication. There's that, probably a list of yeah requirements, things you can and cannot have going on with you. Yeah. But hmm. it's just weird that I this wonder. is one of them, right? So, yeah. And again, I just pulled this from the Red Cross website. Hmm. Something about Is that because in case, like, somebody that didn't have COVID gets that blood and it, it gives them COVID and they can possibly die from it? Is that... I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but that's a, that's the only thing I can think of. I don't, I don't know. So it's as if they're taking um, plasma from people that have natural immunity, yeah. antibodies, right. but they're not taking it because of the vaccine <coughs> or the injection for whatever reason. <coughs> I guess because it has something to do with the spike protein, the way that it's a different sort of gene therapy type yeah, situation I don't, I don't know because it's not a typical vaccine in the sense they've taken a weakened version of the virus and injected you with it are any of the vaccines doing that um i, I don't know I, i'm not sure either oh I mean, I th I, as far as i as far as i thought that's what it was no it's uh something a little different that's why they call it like a gene therapy oh. if i'm not mistaken which i could be but I've, I've seen that term uh, used many times. Gene therapy. It's, uh, it's one particular spike protein. Now we're getting, I'm getting out of my lane here. I'm not really, well, don't want to be speaking uh, on something that I don't really know ex exactly what I'm talking about here. Not that I know what I'm talking about anyway. Well, I don't think anybody's going to be taking this too seriously. Right? I mean... You well, never know. I just said titties earlier. You did. You know? First time. Yeah. Episode 10. Said titties. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But go ahead. What were you going to say? Spike. Why did it take so long for you to say titties? I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. No, it's that's basically it. It's slightly different for whatever reason in the way that it's, uh, you know, developed. Yeah. And uh, I guess for whatever reason... Red Cross isn't taking the plasma. So there it is. I, I thought That's I sent I sent you something last night, but it wasn't that. It was something else. You did. You sent me two things and I did not save them. Not that I deleted them, <laughs> but I didn't save them. This is why I don't. So Oh, it was just about uh how long the immune system uh the let's see the immune systems of more than 95% of people who re recovered from covid-19 me being one of those people had durable memories of the virus up to 8 months after the infection and that's from the nih.gov website kind of interesting that's the national institutes of health just for those who don't know i don't want to look it's good thank you uh for <laughs> clarifying that <laughs> you are welcome that's what i'm here for just thought that was kind of interesting uh you know and who knows yeah. uh, maybe they could maybe it could actually be longer where do they get you know seven months eight months where do they get you know yeah where do they get these figures how do they figure that out you know what's going on with this delta variant is that still kicking ass around here i don't know i think they're at, again like i said i think they're just they're holding on to it for dear life, trying to 
keep it going. It's amazing how I heard it's something about it being in all been politicized too. Yeah, surging in was it Mississippi, Missouri, Tennessee? Just this past week, man, Missouri. They uh, saw a lot of headlines because they, I guess, fired the head vaccine lady in Tennessee. Well, I can't remember what her name was. But she was, uh, I guess, had some sort of a program. It had to do with promoting vaccines for children 12 and over. Not exactly sure, but it had something to do with that. Fired her. I guess essentially removing the parent's choice if they wanted their kid to have the COVID-19 vaccine or not. Hmm. But let me ask you this, because while we're here, i got a question for you. Like, kids... Uh, weren't weren't needing to have to wear masks the whole time, right? And uh, that the like 2020, right? Up until yeah. now, yeah, kids weren't wearing masks. Was going in grocery stores and parents mm-hmm. with kids. Kids didn't have masks on. I was just wondering why they would be pushing it, because I'm just asking here. That's all, people. Just asking the question: Why are they pushing the vaccine uh, for children when? Over a year, they didn't even require the children to wear masks. Right. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and they were always saying if a kid gets it's not going to be that harmful. So, But now right. they need to be vaccinated. And now they're they're wanting them to get vac- vaccinated as well. I wonder if that's just to get, just to get everybody. Just to... Like they could be carriers of it, perhaps, right. and they could still infect somebody right. else. Right. But, you know, you have to know that parents... I would say most parents, let's say you see, a, I saw a parent, a family in a grocery store and the, the parents have the masks on, but they have a couple of kids and the kids don't have the masks on, which I saw all the time. Yeah. Everywhere I'd go, kids were never wearing masks. I, I, I saw the occasional kid wearing a mask, but it was very rare. Yeah. And maybe that's just a thing around here. Well, you around? know, the parents weren't wearing masks. Uh, and I know it's just, you know, anecdotal evidence. It's just what I saw. But, you know, over the course of a year, I didn't see it hardly at, at all anywhere. Yeah. And and I saw people wearing masks in grocery stores and adhering to the to the to the rules. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, at home, they weren't wearing the mask. So if they were worried that the kid would get in, could still pass on the infection, you know, the parents weren't wearing masks at home with their children. They were just wearing them in the grocery store yeah. begrudgingly like me. Right. Well, wasn't that wasn't the mask mainly for you spreading? It wasn't really to protect you from getting it so much as you spewing it out there as you talked and sneezed. It was about spreading it, right? Right, but not really getting it. So if you're at home, I mean, yeah, but the kids could get it supposedly, theoretically, I guess, right? And then if you're at home, they could theoretically, because they're a carrier, give it to the parent, but they never wore the masks. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. This episode I, is turning into something that I did not want it to turn and here's, into. Here's here's the whole thing. Josh is a raging anti-COVID, anti-vaxxer, <laughs> anti-masker. That is not true. I know. I, you is know what there annoy- a vaccine for Ebola? If I'm going to the Gold Coast over there in Africa, I'm going to get the Ebola. Speaking of Sierra a, Leone, if what? I'm going to Sierra Leone, I'm getting here's vaxxed the, up. Give here, me everything you got. Right. Here's the thing about Ebola, though. I don't think they have one for Ebola, but is it really all that bad over there? Yeah, but that guy was in New York. I mean, he guy brought it back. He was bowling in New York City. He was fine. 
I think if you're over there and in a little outbreak village like in the movie, right? You're gonna. It's not good at all. It's not pleasant. They're just gonna wash you with some river water and hope that fixes it. It's not. It's not gonna do it. Yeah. If you're in a hospital, you're okay. From what based on that one guy, they give and you a again, Z-pack and you go home. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Some antibiotics. Take and you're three good. of these. Call me in the morning. I don't know. I really don't know. I think Ebola would be. That's it's just it's scary. That one. Is scary. It sounds scary too. Yeah, and it's a it, scary name. And that the one is that um, this could one hundred percent just be the movie outbreak I'm looking at <laughs> in right. my head. But is Ebola not? Does it not make you bleed from your eyeballs? Yeah. Uh, I would say towards the end, towards the, you're probably starts, doing some bad things. Starts, bad things are happening you, to your body. Yeah, you start gelling up, liquefying. Yeah. Liquefying, probably, yeah. is okay. what's happening. So I want to make sure that wasn't just the movie talking. I'm just guessing here. Yeah. That could have been exaggerated, but I, I do think you get large lesions right, on right, your body. Right. and yeah. uh, So it's not pleasant. It's not something you want. And if there is a... Uh, inoculation for it and i have to go over there into the congo and it's available prior to my this hypothetical trip i'll take it no problem sign me up yeah you know then again do you do you want to go someplace where you need to get a vaccine like that well let's say you're going on an expedition like a gorilla viewing expedition that's where the gorillas are that's true it's true but it's not scary over there Nothing? Captain Ron? No. Okay. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. I was too busy. <laughs> it's gorillas, not gorillas. I was gorillas. in my own head. Yeah. Dang it, man. Gorillas in the woods. It's okay. They're native to you equatorial were Africa. Hard, you, were, you were serious. We were switching places for a second. You were... <laughs> yeah. I lost it now. And now I was, I'm on Captain Ron mode. I was trying out being the funny guy. I, wish, I like it. That's one of my favorite movies. I wish I, wish I heard you. We could still be talking about it. But... <laughs> Sorry, I killed that. I I don't even what was I gonna say. Going over there to Congo seems like a terrifying place. First oh, yeah. of all, a lot of just Bad badness things. over there. Yeah, cool animals. And there's always like you know seems to be some like uh, civil unrest. Oh yeah, you know, and uh, with yeah. like you know AK-47s and machetes. You know, yeah. you can find yourself in a bad situation real quick. And that is a place where you can disappear no problem. And nobody's even going to ask about you. Yeah. It's just You're talking about a, a region, just that region alone, the Congo, uh, is, is, is massive. It's probably like half the size of the U.S. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's ginormous. That's where they say the... Uh for the life of me, it starts with an M. I believe that the dinosaur, dinosaurs still live there. There's the occasional sighting over there. Have we'll you hear have that to do an episode? Have you hear that? John Hammond went over there, and I think it's Makembe, something like that. I'm stuttering, but I'm doing a quick Google search here. Yeah. Or Duck Duck Go. Mokale Membembe. Was this a person? It's kind of like a like a Nessie creature. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yep. A, this, a sauropod. I couldn't think of that word. Sauropod. Kind of like a brontosaurus, brachiosaurus, whatever you want to call it these days. It's supposed they, to live over there, huh? Yep. Yep. They say that it's over there. Kind of, you know. It's like one of those things, you know, 
like like Nessie, a fisherman sees it every something in the water. It's probably right. just a giant snake or something. Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. Squatch. It's their version of a yeti. Yeah. You ever heard this whole thing about uh, some people call Bigfoot Sasquatch, yet he never complains? <laughs> yeah. I got that on Reddit. Take it, use it, get laughs just like I got just now. <laughs> Josh did smile. Uh, you did smile. It really hurt. It kind of hurt me. Yeah. It was so bad. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Very bad. What were you talking about? Congo. Yeah. Ebola. Yeah. We're just yeah. talking about how uh, large the region is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. not anti-vax. No. At all. And it annoys me. Again. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying it annoys me that people's like lives, you know, they stand by this whole thing. It's become like they're, it's become who they are. The vaccine, code, like, shut up about it. Are you talking about people that, like, uh, let's say, for example, on social media, post a picture of their vaccine card? Ugh. Yeah. Does that just take the wind right out of your sails? Yeah, I hate when that. When you see that shit. Or like that one I what I sent you of me with that stupid, I voted sticker on you. They're making a goofy <laughs> right, face. Right, like, right. check it out, guys. I voted. I just did nothing. Yeah. I just did absolutely nothing because voting doesn't matter. Yeah. At all. Uh, Hopefully you're aware so of that fact if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. I, that's why I don't really like to do it. Well, there's no point. Yeah. Just, you know, you get that cool sticker and, you know, you you know, you get you get the credit. You're yep. making a difference. There's there's so much. There's so much of that shit going on where people are doing nothing. And yet they do it. They do it for the social slacktivism. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. I like that. Yeah, they do it for the the Insta post. It's just it's it's just something to throw on your social media accounts. Yep, yep. Yeah, they're doing like a podcast, like we are. Yeah. We're digging into the facts. We're doing it. We're making a we're change. We're going all the way. Yeah, or it's like bumper sticker. Have you seen those Trump twenty twenty four things that are showing many, up now? Here's the question: How many people are we gonna make dislike us in this podcast? Just in this episode. That's true. That's true. We're but attacking everyone here, both yeah. sides, equally. So that's okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're a pro vaxxer, outspoken pro vaxxer or an outspoken anti vaxxer, both of you shut up. I don't care. Turn us off. Yeah. 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 I don't want to see either. I don't want to see any of it. I it, watch these people just argue and bicker, yeah. you know. It's, it's ridiculous. Re- it's it, a yeah. total waste of time. Yep. But again, I think, you know, we can come back to a lot of the stuff we've talked about in the past. This is basic divide and conquer, babe. <laughs> basic divide and conquer. People that fall for this shit and go out and yeah. argue with their neighbor. Come on. Yeah. And do you think do you you're think falling right in the trap, babe? And just <laughs> just sticking with the the vaccine and, and COVID related things. Do you think if if Trump wasn't president during that whole thing? It would have been like it is today. You think it would have been as as one sided? You have to be have you have to pick a side. I honestly don't know. It's hard to say. I, I can't know. you know say which way any of that would have gone. Yeah, but I, it is it is theatrics. Oh yeah, it is total, just a total production. Mm-hmm. 
and it, it, it works beautifully. This is Edward Bernays Propaganda 101. I mean, it's this this shit. There, people are just being played, you know. Yeah, it's it's basic. It's uh, you know it's emotional. People get emotional, and uh, they just they're feeding off each other's bullshit. They're just feeding off each other's, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I don't know. Listen to a guy tell you, he put it perfectly. Everybody wants that one sentence that makes everybody else go, oh, that's, he's right. And then that's, that's what everybody's looking for. Yep. But it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. I, we're so. just, we're, we're an easily controlled, um, it's amazing to me. We're, we're such an easily controlled population. I mean, you just, yeah. you, I mean, really, within just the past 30 to 40 years has, I mean, hell, when the, the church committee took place in like 75, most Americans didn't didn't even know the NSA, that agency, that particular agency even existed at that point. I mean, that's just, that just blows my mind. Knew the CIA was around, right. but, you know, the CIA was supposed to be doing stuff over overseas. They weren't supposed to be doing stuff here. And I'm sure people still think that. They think that they're just toppling governments, just mm-hmm. installing dictators that they want that are working for us or them in other parts of the world. But it's happening here. You're being played here, too. Yeah. Every day, there's a propaganda machine that's just blasting you in the face Every day, all day, all year yeah, long. Yeah. I, I, you know, it just is. Mm-hmm. You just are. Yeah. So, like, you know, I, I get why people are, they fall for this shit and just, you know. Yeah. I get it. 100%. I get it. But it's just, that's just how it is now. Especially like we were talking about last episode, episode before, the news. Yeah. That's just all. It's like what they say. You go to CNN. To get some news, you get all the news from one angle, and then you go to Fox News, you get it all a whole different story. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they got you know big flashy graphics. Mm-hmm. Everything's just smacking you in the face. Yeah, it's all sensationalized. Yep. You know everybody's editorializing. They're all just oh, pulling yeah. shit out of their ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. That's what it's, it's, that's a, what it's, it's a beautiful. Become. I'm in awe of how perfect it is. The, situation the, the, room. What's that? The situation room. They yeah. have those cool yeah, names yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff that sounds like the sweeping camera. Yeah. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, as they sweep around their panel, mm-hmm. their panel of assholes. They don't know what the <laughs> hell they're talking about. Yeah, but is, they're because they're on TV. They're you know, yeah. they're the professionals. They're in the know. Yep. 100%. Answers don't come that way. You don't get answers to your questions that way. It does not happen. And I can illustrate this point uh, a thousand different ways. People that have done books and journalists—it just doesn't happen like that. You're not. You're not. You shouldn't. You're not spoon-fed the truth. It's not just given to you. The real answers aren't just laying out there for you to just. Oh, there they are. That's what's going on right there. You but, know, it takes decades. But you are saying the truth is out there. 
I am saying the truth <laughs> is out there. You just have to find it. I could. Uh, this is actually probably a pretty good time to sort of segue yeah. into this little. I mentioned this to you earlier before we started the episode. Uh, it's a fun little jewel, fun little piece of information. Yeah. That uh, listen to a podcast. Um, this week. And um, the name of the podcast, I want to give a little shout out to him, was the Lone Gunman Podcast, okay? And I think if we can get in a little JFK assassination conspiracy in every episode, I think we're, I think we're doing good. This is just yeah. one little piece of the pie, the conspiracy pie, all right? And uh, so this has to do with Lee Harvey Oswald. You've heard of Lee Harvey Oswald, right? He was the president that got shot at the... <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. He was course. the president that got shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. That's he was good. the... No, Lee Harvey Oswald, he was the guy that... He was the Secret Service guy that ran up on the car. He was the first one there. <laughs> Who else was he? He was the guy in the sewer. <laughs> what is it? The sewer shooter. Right, yeah. right. It was a, a whole a whole gaggle of shooters, man. Yeah. He was the mob boss in charge of the hit, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. There was a whole, yeah. So anyway, um, just looking at my notes here. Uh, so he was, at this point, he had been arrested. Just going to try it. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, obviously, but uh, just I can put you off on the podcast and you can listen to the guy talk about this. And his name is Dr. Grover B. Proctor. He's got a website, and it has to do with Lee Harvey Oswald's uh, phone call that he made from the police station when he was arrested. Okay? Yeah. And if you'll remember back, may have mentioned this in a much earlier episode, and I think I did, talking about people really spending some time on the JFK assassination, right? If you don't look at, if you don't deep dive, go into a rabbit hole, any other conspiracy theory just go and check out the jfk uh conspiracy just focus on that one and in that one specifically focus on lee harvey oswald they always like to try and paint him as a lone nut that's the big one they always like to say it's a lone nut you know mm -hmm. just a crazy guy that didn't like uh, the president and was anti-american and was all this right he was a communist uh focus on lee harvey oswald his past, his uh, military career, and uh, this was just, and I, I don't even know, because I'm huge into JFK conspiracy, yeah, uh, the assassination, and I had never heard of this. I don't know why I, it never showed up on my radar, but it didn't. And this was, again, his last phone call. So he makes a phone call, and basically what happened was is the switchboard operator lady she person just yes i want to assume her <laughs> gender identity yeah but she um just sort of took notes as to what was being said or was going to be said what was going on with this phone call so she jotted she jotted down the number and and she made a couple of notations i think ld was on the on the note uh, which was uh, just stood for long distance. Okay, so he's making a long distance phone call, and apparently this was the only call he made. Okay, I could be wrong. 
go find this podcast, uh, The Lone Gunman, and the guy gives a good presentation. He talks for about an hour, and then the next hour, actually Jim Mars comes in, which he's also big-time JFK conspiracy uh, researcher, okay? And he makes a call to a guy by the name of John D. Hurt, okay, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And the okay. call, John, didn't pick up. But this is the one person he called. And the interesting thing about John D. Hurt in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, was that he was a special agent for the United States Army Counterintelligence Division. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, why would this crazy goofball lone nut assassin mm -hmm. who just decided to pick up a $25 rifle go up into the, of course, he worked there, and just decide to kill the president, you know, mm -hmm. just on a whim, you know? Yeah. Why would he be calling a special agent for the United States Army Counterintelligence Division? Why would he be calling that guy? Maybe they were, maybe they were like best buds from college <laughs> or something. <laughs> right, right. Interesting little tidbit. And it basically was known as the Raleigh call. Hmm. Now, is there this maybe a dumb-ass question? Is there like a recording of this or a transcript of any kind? Do they listen in? Well, know. that's the thing. Is, is the weird story behind how um, the switchboard operator, her name is um, Alvita Treon, how she took the notes of what was going to be the phone call. She just basically, I think, jotted the number down, jot the number down, and then uh, made her notations that she would have normally made as a switchboard operator, long distance, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And I think she just basically kept that note and then told her kids about it. Several years later, she told a family friend about it. Several years after that, we're still in the 60s at this point, towards the late 60s, like 68. The family friend, she told, basically just told uh, somebody that was, uh, I think, in law enforcement at that time. And it just sort of went word of mouth, you see, to eventually the guy was like, hey, this is a, an interesting and very important piece of information you have that he made this call to this person. Who was this person? They didn't know at the time, right? Yeah. And, you know, he told his sheriff, told the sheriff. The sheriff said, you know, this is outside of my, we're going to have to go, you know, and contact the feds on this one. So basically they got a hold of the FBI and it went from there. So they actually interviewed her and everything. They came down and got her notes that she took on the phone call. And it was basically just a little keepsake. Like, oh, she's like, I'm working the switchboard and Lee Harvey Oswald just killed the president i think they said that he was going to be dead 12 hours later okay so he gets shot in the guts by yeah. jack rubenstein when he's walking through i guess the police you know station or whatever yeah so this was like 12 hours before so this guy kills the president lee harvey oswald they bring him to the the jailhouse and right. say you have one phone call like well, I, I assume, you know, they could have thought that perhaps he was going to contact a lawyer, maybe. Right. Or a family member. It just seems, what was that, 63? It even, 63. it seems 
even at that point, it would be like, this guy killed the president, not just a guy. He killed the president, so he still gets a phone call, a private phone call, and it's still going to use a normal switchboard operator? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, it happened. You have to look at this in the context of the time period. This I know. Was... I'm still I'm still thinking, like, you'd think, why was FBI, FBI already not there? I think they were. I think they actually came in and, um, again... I just I just listened to the podcast this past week. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not really angry. I'm just I may sound <laughs> it. I'm just asking. Questions. I would just encourage our listeners to go check that out and check out uh, Doctor Grover and his website, Doctor Grover B. Proctor. Give his uh, presentation. It sounds like he's at a conference himself, like a an assassination JFK assassination uh, conference. Yeah. Because again, Jim Mars, who was another prominent. Uh, JFK researcher comes up and speaks for the next hour. Now, Jim Mars is a is a wild man. He's since passed away. I think he passed away about two or three years ago. Uh, but he has no problems. See, some researchers will sort of they won't speculate, and they certainly won't go to a conference and give a talk unless they've done uh, the research themselves, which is what this guy. The, the good doctor did, okay? Right. He wouldn't speculate on certain things. And it's very interesting, the story about how this came about, how he found out all this stuff, and he, like, used Ancestry to get pictures of the guy. And he, I think he was originally from North Carolina because he recognized the area code and the phone number. Okay. And he actually, you know, called his parents because I, I guess the number was unlisted. So he couldn't get the name of the guy. This is kind of interesting. So he had his parents, he called his parents that still lived in North Carolina and told them to go to the library and find old phone books from the 60s to, to confirm the names and the numbers because there was actually two John Hertz in Raleigh, North Carolina at the time. And uh, he confirmed which one was which. So there were the other one was the guy that worked at a tire shop and then the other guy is counterintelligence <laughs> and the Jesus. number matched up so we're going to assume he was probably not calling the guy yeah at the tire shop he was calling the guy and apparently also there was a some what are the odds though what, what if that what if he was trying to call the tire shop <laughs> and it just happened to be the other guy was it well, the numbers didn't match up, but you know that there was two yeah, yeah. uh john hurts in raleigh north carolina in uh 63 at that time what if the operator messed up he said give me john hurt and then there's not many, the actor many ways this could go but uh so yeah, yeah i was looking through huh. his website uh, just today as a matter of fact it's it's pretty interesting he's got all of the documents there he actually cleaned up a bunch of documents and stuff because there was photocopies of photocopies and things yeah and um pretty fascinating so uh the 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 switchboard operator she was in um dallas obviously at the time and then a couple of years later they had uh, ended up moving to Missouri. And uh, that's where he said she lived out. Her life was in Missouri. But there was a, just a whole weird string of events that even brought this to the... Otherwise, nobody would have ever known that she had this little slip that uh, they essentially kept, I think I read for accounting purposes, it was a long-distance call, that didn't go through. Yeah, And I guess the theory is... This was the guy that he was supposed to call if he got in trouble. This was his contact. This was an yeah. agent that he was supposed to get a hold of 
if he was on a mission, if he was doing something and shit went south. So, you know, the running theory about Lee Harvey Oswald is that he didn't fully know, obviously, that he was going to be a patsy. (laughs) He just sort of like, oh, shit, this thing happened. And then uh, he's like, you know, getting cornered in the movie theater. Huh. Pretty interesting. So now, uh, pretty interesting detail. Yeah. I don't know that 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 whole thing, that whole scenario, dialing the number, random switchboard lady, is right up there losing the moon landing footage. <laughs> what are you doing? What was going on back then? How do you lose pre, that? Pre pre digital, must have been a nightmare. Sort of been like the biggest achievement uh, in in human history. Yeah. And we lost the footage. Yeah. And the biggest assassination. I've still got and video projects from college. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that I've got on tape. I haven't lost those. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but it's ridiculous. I don't man. know. Maybe it just goes into that big room like at Indiana Jones, that big just crates upon and it's just buried. Yeah. A giant warehouse. With yeah. Yeah. But uh anyway, so yeah. Yeah, that's a weird one. I never, I haven't heard that. But I definitely either. haven't delved into the JFK assassination. But you know, and the I, basics. But I think about sending you these things sometimes. But I know you're not really into that one. I am. I'm starting to get into. it. I was looking into it the other night. I was just, you know, that's, I think I never heard of the whole sewer shooter thing before until just last week. Yeah, because um, there was actually a guy that was uh, injured. Uh, that was standing down there on the either the overpass or just on the sidewalk, and he got a ricochet uh, from one of the many bullets. They said there were only three shots fired, but people heard shots all over the place. Yeah. Probably more like uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of six to ten shots were, were fired. And he actually caught it in the chin, a little piece of bullet fragment or some of the uh, concrete yeah. from the sidewalk. Yeah. Which was actually removed. That bullet hit the sidewalk, and they showed up, and somebody cut it out. <laughs> like government? Yeah, that's legit. Government or just some guy that like thought it'd be a cool piece of. I they, I'm pretty sure this was uh, government okay. removal. Okay, all right. Okay, I didn't know if it was like a if that was part of the investigation. They because just did this would have meant like I think at the very least this would have been like the fourth or fifth shot, you know? Yeah. So oh, they I couldn't explain saying. it. I got you. But again, there's there's so that they sold this bullshit, and of course people were so you relied on news that was essentially just an arm of the intelligence agencies, like it is today. Yeah, you had no other way to find anything out. So I you can't, you know, again put it in context. You look back, people were just whatever they were spoon fed was what they knew yeah. they had no idea yeah in, and, the, in the 1960s yeah and harder to get information back then for sure absolutely Com- there was no yeah. way yeah yeah so but that there were so many um jfk researchers uh that w- that really picked it up in the 60s almost immediately so like uh i've mentioned joan mellon before mentioned her just a second ago there was mark lane he went down hooked up with uh, jim garrison it was a guy It was in Texas. His name was uh, Penn Jones, another early JFK researcher. Uh, Jim Mars mentioned him. Mm-hmm. I think he actually even taught a course um, at a university somewhere in Texas. 
and another one that I just discovered recently. Her name is May Brussel. And uh, there's a lot of podcasts that have a lot of their old interviews and talks. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people have uh, since passed away. Joan Mellon's still alive. Gary Shaw was another uh, researcher uh, that uh, connected a lot of dots. And a lot that's the thing. A lot of these researchers that dug into the JFK assassination, a lot of their points... Uh, they all connect. So, like, all these people, they're not saying different things. They're all saying the same thing. Yeah. For the most part, there may be some disagreement on how many shooters there were or, you know, how that operation, you know, ultimately took place or whatever. But for the most part, all of these independent researchers' information has kind of come together. So Yeah. Yeah, I definitely am going to start going down that oh god that help hole you. god help you when you do i'm looking forward to it though <laughs> if you want a rabbit hole to go down well, my, my whole friend. thing i'm going to get aliens involved in this somehow <laughs> i'm not sure well you should yeah we do an episode on it uh, there's got to be one right there has to be yeah so there we go I'm may brussel though uh she points out in one of her uh one of her talks that i listened to uh also this past week uh that it's just really important that people look into it themselves. She uh, got copies, the the entire 26 volumes of the Warren Report, which would have been, you know, the Warren Commission Report Mm -hmm. from the JFK assassination, and she dissected every, all 26 volumes of that. She read every single one of them, just like Jim Garrison did, who was the DA in New Orleans, who brought... Uh, you know, charges on Clay Shaw and discovered that whole, you know, mm-hmm. group of people down there, David Ferry and all those guys that Oswald was hanging out with. Yeah. She um, just really stressed the point in that talk. And it may have been in the same podcast, uh, The Lone Gunman, because they, they have a lot of old uh, interviews and stuff on there that people should really, it will tell you everything you need to know about what's happening now and what's happening uh, in in other uh, conspiracies? It's very telling. It's the way the government works. This is, is why I've told people to just spend time on that one. Start there. Yeah. You know, if you're going to get into conspiracies, you says it's the lone gunman. Yeah. And is that just JFK related podcasts, or do they do all yeah, other uh, topics? I haven't looked through all of their episodes. No, you don't have to. I was just wondering if it was like because I was what I was going to get in to. large part. Yes, it is. Yeah. Because I was just, I was just gonna say I started I just searched JFK podcasts and there's so many podcasts that are just that yeah um, it's ridiculous. This could be in large part like for example they have uh, Garrison when he was on Carson's show in the late '60s. This was around the time the trial was taking place. Yeah, either after or or just prior to. So there's lots of that old old interviews in there. And if, uh, you know, there's information in there that's it's forgotten. So it's good to revisit that stuff. Yeah. Get some fresh eyes. On old info. Right, right. It's like I'd never heard of the Raleigh Call before. I'd never heard of that before. And I'm, you know, consuming tons of JFK assassination yeah. Yeah. information. Do you have a favorite? Favorite what? Conspiracy. A favorite conspiracy? Like one that just... Gets you going, one that piques your interest, gets you angry. What's what's your your number one 
if you have one. Right off the top of my head, I probably couldn't give you a number one right now. Okay. But uh, a lot of the time, I do sort of default back to JFK. Yeah. So there will be something that will, you know, like this, for example. Right. Right. Will pique my interest again. I'll step away from it for a while. This will pique my interest again and suck me right back in. Yeah. Yeah. But again, there's it's very important because it will tell you a lot of things about how things are working. It's that's why people go to that one. I think is because it's so involved and so uh, just all-encompassing. So, yeah. I forgot what this is kind of sort of off subject. What is a comedian? He was talking about how, like, when a president, you know, they, they want to change, they want to change things, and they get in there, nothing ever happens. He said it's because they, they get in there, they get sworn in. The first thing they do is they take him into a room and show him. Bill Burr. The Kennedy assassination from a different angle yeah, than yeah, never yeah. seen before. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Bill Burr. Yeah. yeah, is it? Take him in a room and show him the uh, the shot from an angle that yeah. nobody's ever seen before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. I, uh, you know, because you never know. There's no way you get to this position just because you're, you know. You you have to do what you're told. Everybody's got a boss, so it's true. That is true. Everybody's got a boss. And, uh, you know, so, anyway. Yeah, I, I want to know, I, I think I probably said this on the, one of the last two episodes, but who who is that guy? And does the guy know that he's got the president just bleep, under his little, little finger the there? very top? Yeah. Who, who is it, really? Man, I don't know. They. Or is it just like, it's, it's like all, it's like one guy from all of those secret societies kind of just, they have their own... Yeah, we're gonna have to do an episode on the secret societies at some point. Uh, Not well, not just secret societies, but the alliances, the organizations, the groups, the think tanks. Uh, There's so many of them, and you know, it's really not a conspiracy. Like it's it's kind of out in the open. You know, talk about your Bilderbergs and stuff. What do you think these people are doing when they meet up? Yeah, I assure you, they don't have your interests in mind. Or mine. You know, they, you don't think they're just you know playing poker, having a good just a big poker right. night? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think so. Okay. These are the most powerful people in the world. Yeah. And they can do whatever they want. Imagine having that sort of power, where you don't want for anything, right? Your highs would be so high. Oh yeah. Like, can you imagine just the for fucked sure. up shit you'd have to do to just get your rocks off? Because you, you're not a normal person at this point anymore. You're not even a human being. Yeah. You that's have what, billions of dollars. That's why this whole thing, like with Bill Gates, like she's talking about he had naked pool parties. Well, yeah. Of course. Yeah, like that, to me, is like, well, of course he did. You can't have why a regular pool party. Yeah. If you're a billionaire. Right. You have a mega yacht. It's as big as a cruise ship. Naked pool party. First thing you're going to do. Well, of course. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Among whatever else, other things he does, and you know. Yeah. What do you think about your Epstein Island? Epstein. <laughs> Let's not get there. Well, that's where he went. That's true. That is true. What do you think about your uh, your third cousin, twice removed or whatever, going up to space? Richard Branson. Yeah. I think that's great. Do you really? Do you, people are upset. These billionaires are going to space. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I mean they're upset because like. 
shouldn't they be using their billions to do something that sort of benefits mankind instead of just flying around and but isn't banging supermodels? Isn't, <laughs> get, isn't <laughs> like getting what he's doing? Well, yeah, but that's just a little side thing. But isn't is he's not even like one of the big billionaires either? He's like no, he's nothing. Know. But you know? yeah, but like Bezos is going up pretty soon, right? Right, yeah. a couple days, right? But isn't isn't that privatizing space? Isn't that kind of helping mankind? I I guess in the long run, I think it kind of is. I mean, we're never going to space. No, so. no, we are not ever. But it's like, it, well, then why worry about global warming? I'm not going to be that bothered by it. It's it's not like it's I don't know. It's the what they're doing. How is the, how is what they're doing? I guess benefiting. How is that benefiting mankind? It's eventually we're going to have to go off this filthy rock. Because <laughs> we're ruining it? Yeah, and it's going to, you know, that's that's the first step. I assure you, we're not going anywhere. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the future. This is how it starts. <laughs> they're gonna, in 100 years, they're going to look back. Oh, Elon Musk, kids. Well, 100 look years him up from now, in the, history uh, the serfs in that will not be going anywhere either. Okay, so. <laughs> 200 years. How many hundreds of years is it going to take for you to agree with me? When it's normal? When yeah. it's just a normal thing you do, you just hop on your ship and oh, fly that, to Mars. Yeah, like yeah. total well, recall. I, I agree. It's going to be way in the future. But this two is, weeks. This is st- what about what about asteroid mining. Elon's talking about doing that. Elon, another intelligence agency stooge. You think? Yeah, I'm definitely. A fan. I'm a f- call me crazy. I like Elon Musk because like uh, he's just he falls into the realm of just another person that's being propped up, and of course he's always you know saying the cool shit online. Yeah, <laughs> he's always like, oh, well, he's got some cool tweet that somebody's you know. He's, he's trying to another, be hip, and like uh, Tesla was all grant money. It was like federal grant money, right? So that was like six billion or something, and so it's like taxpayer money. Subsidy wow. that got uh, Tesla going. Well, yeah. But again, he's just another, like your Bezos and stuff. You know, Zuck, the Zucker. Yeah. These are just guys that were propped up because of their their platforms. Either that was the intention of the platform from the get-go, which in Facebook's case, it seems like that was certainly, yeah. you know, LifeLog or whatever. Yeah. But then Amazon, obviously, too. You know, you can just watch people's, uh, you know, what they're purchasing, purchase history. What's, I mean, there's just so much information that can be But it's so darn gathered. convenient. I know. I understand. But, you know, and then Elon's just and the cool guy. He's like the really cool hip guy that's inside, but he's outside. See, I don't think he's, I don't think he is all that cool. I think he's, he's trying to be, he's trying to be funny doing the whole Dogecoin thing. Joe, he did SNL, the whole Asperger's thing. It's, well, yeah, we all know you're off slightly, but you're genius. No, you gave me a look like, uh. yeah. <laughs> what about SpaceX? What about it? You don't think it's cool? Yeah, it's great. It's reusing, fantastic. reusing the rockets and That's all. That's awesome. That? What are they doing with them? What's happening? They're getting them going for the future. He's, okay. he's working out all the, you know, Kings he's moving right and shaking. Look, it can land. Watch it land. That is pretty cool. You got to admit that. Yeah, it's cool. The one in 50 times that they get it to work right. No, it's more than that. Come on. Come on, man. No, it's fine. He's great. I love him. I love See, Elon Musk. Elon, all. give me some money. 
look at you. <laughs> what would you be doing if you were a billionaire? Uh, you'd never know. I'd just <laughs> disappear. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Yeah, i just me disappear. Me too. I like to think that would be me too. Oh, yeah. I'd disappear. I would, I'd get a boat, but not a mega yacht. That's no, for sure. No, no, no. And then I'd just be gone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't be like tweeting and I wouldn't be. No. You'd never hear from me. No. But, uh, you know, it's just, I think he's just another person that's propped up, just made to look, you know. Okay. That's my theory. Well, anybody that's, uh, you know, just, just billionaires. You don't think that he just like he used his intelligence, worked really hard, and became <laughs> right. successful? Pulled like himself up by his bootstraps. Yeah. As they like to say. Yeah. No. Started with a small loan. His, uh, he's from a wealthy family. Yeah. So, I mean, from the get-go, not as wealthy as he is now, but, you know, make a few deals, you know? And well, uh, He's up there with Bezos, right? Like, you know, Bezos is like the richest man. Yeah, he's like 200 billion or something, I think. Yeah. Something like that. No, he's he's probably like fifty to seventy billion or something somewhere in that neighborhood. More than that, right? Elon. Oh, I thought you meant Bezos. Bezos is like uh, two hundred, two hundred five, and then I think Elon's in the fifty to sixty range. Maybe I could be wrong. One hundred and sixty. Whoa! See, at one point <laughs> here recently, Elon was the richest man. Past so Bezos for Le- Bezos. Be- how are you? Pre- Bezos? Bezos? Bezos. Bezos. I've heard Bezos. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He uh, passed him briefly, and his, his tweet was like a link to that article, and then, oh well, back to work. <laughs> See? He, he is cool. You're right. He's great. He's just a <laughs> work harder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I think I think these billionaires are getting a load of grief, and they shouldn't be. That's that's my the devil's whole advocate point. over here. I like it. I like yeah, it for sure. I think we'd all like to be a billionaire, regardless of what anybody says. People <laughs> say, "No, I yeah. wouldn't." Yeah, of, yes, you would. Of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, money. Makes life easier. 100%. And if you have a few hundred billion sitting in the bank. Yeah. I mean, I guess money doesn't really have any just worth or value anymore. That just, it is what it is. It's just, oh, he's worth 200 billion today. Yeah. 300 billion tomorrow. Doesn't really matter. The numbers on a screen. Numbers on a screen. Ones and zeros, man. Yep. Yep. But uh, anyway, you know what? I don't even think I'm going to get into all this crap. Yeah, I know. We've been going for an hour <laughs> 15 now. I think we're just going to... Yeah, I, just, yeah, I kind of derailed it at the end there about billionaires somehow. Not really conspiracy related. I know. Well... Kind of, sort of, yeah, bit. it is. Yeah. I mean, just talking about them personally, if you wanted to get into how they made it, and they're, that's yeah. where it gets into the conspiracy and stuff. But yeah, we are not going to be discussing the few remaining articles I had on biological testing uh well that that could be a whole episode right this just what i have left that i should have actually talked about in uh part two from the last episode yeah uh yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) well save it 
I'm saving we'll it. We'll come back to it. There they are. The All documents. Right. I'll just put them back in the uh, back away there. Yeah. And uh, since we're just kind of chit-chatting here. Again, yeah. This yeah. is part three. <laughs> is it we going to call this one? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, episode 10. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you know the title. I just wanted to give you one good piece of information. At least one good piece of information per episode. And I think that was the uh, the Raleigh phone call. That was pretty interesting. Maybe that'll get some people started on the JFK assassination. If yeah. they know nothing about it, and if they thought that Lee Harvey Oswald was just a goofball, you need to know that he wasn't. Yeah. So he had that dude's number in his head. Go listen to that podcast, Lone Gunman. Enjoy. Yeah. And we'll see you at the Bigfoot Hopefully. Conference. I hope we meet somebody there. Whether or not you're a if you're a fan, that's great. But also, if you're just a person that wants to talk to us, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, you know, like that one lady. I think if I you may got a have, story to tell us. Yeah, like that one lady. I think it was around here. Bigfoot knocked on her door and wanted to borrow some garlic. I want to hear stories like that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I haven't heard that one either. I think I brought it up on this podcast at some point. If I, I might not have. But it was like somewhere, it was in the Townsend area. And he, wanted, he wanted some garlic for his his hunt, <laughs> whatever he killed. But. Gotcha. Yeah. So. All right. There we go. We're going to call that episode 10. I think that's it. guess we'll see you uh, next weekend. Yeah. At the Bigfoot Conference, Gatlinburg yep. Convention Center. Yep. We'll be there. And I'm just going to do the usual stuff. Yep. Terribly Vexed Podcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Questions, comments, concerns, hate mail. We, we want, want it all. all. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Terribly Vexed Podcast. And I think that's it. I think so. We're going to start doing YouTube, I think. Just the audio up on YouTube. So there it is. Uh, go get it. iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. And I believe that is all. See you next time. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.